Welcome to The Common Rounds. Medical education for medical students by medical students. Good day and welcome to another episode of the histology of the cardiovascular system. And in this episode, we'll talk about the blood vessel histology. The idea is to just give a brief overview of what the blood vessels are made of and how some of these structures can be affected uh, that result in some of the pathologies that we'll be talking about later in this series. So for starts, I'll just give us a quick overview of what the vascular system of the body entails. In general, arteries, arteries take blood away from the heart. Veins bring blood back into the heart. So from the heart, blood goes straight into elastic arteries, which then move on to which then become more muscular and less elastic as as you go on further away from the heart and they start to become smaller as well arteries feed into arterioles and arterioles feed into capillaries capillaries feed into venules and venules venules will be tributaries for smaller veins which feed into medium and then later into larger veins each of these subclassifications of blood vessels have functional adaptations that make them particular to what they do and they are made of the three basic layers which include the tunica intimate which is a layer that's closest to lumen and in contact with the blood. Throughout the entire vascular system, they're lined by endothelia, which is specialized uh, epithelium of the blood vessels, and uh, they're supported by a small layer of connective tissue underneath, uh, which is generally comprised of which is generally comprised of elastin and collagen, and these are secreted by fibroblasts. Uh, they may contain specialized cells, and we'll come to that later. The tunica media is the next layer, just outside of the tunica intima and the contents depend on the type of vessel. Uh, finally, the outmost layer is the tunica adventitia, which is collagenous and may contain vasculature for the blood vessel. So essentially, when the blood vessel is too large, uh, nutrients and oxygen cannot diffuse from the lumen of the blood vessel, which contains everything that the blood vessel could need. So the blood vessels have their own uh, supply of blood vessels, which are referred to as vasovasorum. I'll give an overview of the elastic arteries. They, uh, they contain flattened endothelia in the tunica intima, and it's very elastin-rich, containing fibroblasts. The intima also contains specialized smooth muscle cells called myointimal cells that are capable of contracting. The tunica media is quite broad and very elastic, uh, with several layers of elastin. It's different from the arteries downstream from here because because of the sheer amount of elastin they contain as opposed to the muscular uh, muscular layers of the remainder of the uh, arterial system. They have high capacitance and uh, they have a high tendency to re return to the normal uh, diameter as they started. They have a small layer of muscular tissue outside this elastin and finally they have uh, quite a thick and diffuse adventitia which contain their own blood vessels as previously discussed. The elastic arteries have uh, demonstrate pulsatile flow due to recoil from the uh, elasticity of the arteries following each heartbeat. Then these feed into the muscular arteries, which once again have um, the endothelium, and they have an internal elastic uh, lamina at the border of the tunica intima and tunica media. The tunica media is a little less thicker in terms of the wall size, and they're lined by an external elastic lamina. They have more muscular layers. The adventitia is uh, rich in collagen and elastin, and they have their own blood supply once again. As you go along the artery, the, the thickness of the internal elastic lamina starts to fall, and the number of muscle layers or muscular layers also start to fall from here onwards. The adventitia becomes smaller, and the total size of the artery also starts to fall. And then come the arterioles, which um, are essentially a layer of endothelia with a few layers of muscle. They, they have very thin adventitia, and they and this adventitia is continuous with the external structure. Um, the junction between arterioles and the um, subsequent ca capillaries are lined with sphincters, which are a point of regulation of blood, for, blood flow that's modulated by 
the autonomous nervous system and uh, local paracrine factors such as ADP and um, nitric oxide, etc. We'll come to that in the later episodes uh, with physiology. And then we move on to the capillaries, which are essentially a thin, uh, single layer of endothelium supported by a small basement membrane. The diameter of the lumen is narrow. That's roughly the size of a red blood cell, and essentially that's the point of maximum diffusion from, from the vasculature to the tissues. There are three types of capillaries. They're fenestrated, continuous, and sinusoidal. Fenestrated have the highest permeability, and continuous are, are a lot tighter. Capillaries may be lined by parasites, which are thought to be contractile. Finally, venules have uh, and the classic endothelium without any elastin and a few layers of muscular fibers. The adventitia, once again, is continuous with the surrounding tissue and lard. As you go further along the venous system, you start to see val valves. Now, a low-pressure system in the veins has a potential to allow backflow of blood and that's prevented by valves, which are characteristic of, of larger veins, uh, and there's a clinical significance of that which I'll summarize at the end of this episode. As you go on to medium and large veins, the intima starts to contain more basement membrane, and the tunica media starts to involve more concentric layers of muscle. The largest veins have a very diffuse collagen and elastic layer um, in their tunica media. The adventitia of larger veins is also a lot thicker, and they have, its, once again, its own vascular supply. So just in summary of that entire network, arteries become smaller as they go forward. They become arterioles and then feed into capillaries. That feed into small venules. That feed into muscular venules and then into smaller veins as they, the size of the veins start to increase. Uh, and then ultimately they lead into the inferior and superior vena cava and back into the heart. And as you go along this line, you reduce, there's a reduction in size and then another increase in it. Veins usually have a much wider lumen than arteries, but arteries have a thicker uh, wall, which is a lot more mu muscular and sometimes uh, a lot more elastic as well. Now, finally, I'll just briefly discuss the significance of this, this, this episode in terms of pathology, but I'm not going to go into much detail. For starts, the endothelial layer that we discussed contains uh, has many functions, uh, beginning from separating the blood vessel environment from the blood, blood itself, and at the same time, it actively secretes or rather controls the environment. In the event that there's a break in the endothelial layers, uh, to avoid bleeding, the endothelia begin to secrete prothrombotic factors that sort of plug the leak straight away. And this is important because this is one of the uh, pathways that's affected in, in the pathogenesis of arteros uh, atherosclerosis, which we'll discuss in a later episode. Uh, when we talk about the tunica media, a uh, breakdown of the collagen weakening of the entire structure can start to form bulging and it sort of starts to collapse on its own, on itself and becomes wider and that's seen in uh, aneurysms of the arterial system uh, once again we'll discuss that in uh, future episodes finally the valves that we talked about that prevent backflow of blood from uh, in the venous system uh, can be affected and insufficient valves can allow retrograde flow of blood in the venous system that can result in uh, conditions such as uh, varicosities and venous hypertension that's it for this very brief episode. Um, from here onwards, we'll be we'll divulge into the into cardiac physiology, and hope to see you then. Hope this episode was useful, and see you next time. Our episode today was put together by our executive producer Gautam and our co-editor Cindy. For notes, elective experiences, and much more study resources, visit our website on the commonrounds.wordpress.com or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. 
You've been listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.